Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Bow, bow, bow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? Welcome along. It's the first Top Flight Time Machine of 2020. In fact, it's the first Top Flight Time Machine of the 20s. So happy new year to you and yours. Welcome along. We're back. We've been away after a Christmas break. It feels good to be back. I feel alive. How do you feel, Sam? Yeah. Full of energy. Mm. We'll soon make that some, out of you. I've made some technical errors at the start of the you year. Have? But, yeah. you know, it's best to get them out of my system this, early. This is the, you've made two already that people yeah. don't know about, which is the third, third time lucky, hopefully, for this episode. Yes. But, uh, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. When you look back on the last decade, Andy, yes. um, I don't know what you call it. It's the decade with no name. That's what we call it. When you reflect on the 10 years that have just gone by, then, there's been highs and lows for all of us on personal levels, but also as a race, as a planet. As a breed. <clears throat> so when I went, took myself off to bed on New Year's Eve mm. at... What time was my it? U- my usual 10pm. <laughs> yeah. I, I reflected on... I thought, wow, what a decade it's been. Mm-hmm. Full of shocking jaw-dropping moments. It has. You're right. At the beginning of the day, I thought. Well, what's I thought just before I switched the light off. Yeah, on the I decade. Thought, I'll do. I'll do my top three because that's a normal way to end any decade, isn't it? Yeah, of course. And I thought, right, number three has got to be Brexit because I thought if someone had come up to me in 2010 or walked up to any country in the street in 2010 and said, "What do you think of the EU?" Yeah. You would have gone, what the fuck's the EU? You can't. What's, what's this top three? Is this your top three most shocking moments? Most shocking moments of the I decade. I don't think you mentioned that just then. You, you mentioned it the last time we tried to record this episode five minutes ago, but you didn't mention it this time round. The top three so most shocking moments. i clarify moments that for you. Has, has got to be Britain leaving the EU. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Number two, Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Someone came up to you on the streets of Sunderland in 2010. Yeah. And said, by the end of this decade, Donald Trump is going to be president of the United States. You would have said, don't waste my fucking time. I would have said, what that, what, that cunt from The American Apprentice that no one watches because it's on at 20 mm. past 11 on a Sunday night after match yeah. of the day two. That cunt's going to mm. be president. Fuck off. Yeah. When match of the day two was still being presented, let's not forget, by Adrian Childs. Wow. Yeah. Or was it even Colin Murray? Or Colin Murray. Fucking hell! Different times. I mean that that the, the fact that Colin Murray was replaced by Mark Chappers Chapman mm. was closely, you know, that was close to being in the top three most shocking. Yeah, we moments. should have done something. Was aware then, shouldn't we? Mm. So what's? But your- I would say the biggest shock, the most surprising and memorable phenomena mm. um, for us as a species that trumps even Trump. Was it? Was it? Was it Athletic or Mince? 
No, oh. that wasn't. Yeah, that. I mean, I suppose it's quite surprising. <laughs> but no, more surprising even than you teaming up with Bob Mortimer to make uh, critically an acclaimed. enormous smash hit, critically acclaimed yeah. podcast is that time when Roy Hodgson started getting Harry Kane to take the corners in, in the Euros. Yes. I mean, that really was the maddest thing yes. to have happened in the last decade. You're like, what the hell? What is? What the fuck has happened to Roy Hodgson? What is he doing? Was, you know what? It was almost as if that, was, that, that incident was some kind of um, door or portal through into an alternate universe that we've all been sucked into, which we now exist because it in. Was ju- it was, this was just weeks before the Brexit result, mm-hmm. right? And it was a few months before Donald Trump. Yeah. And it was like God was sending us a sign. Yeah. Like when he... Because he, God sent signs to Noah, didn't he? That's that right. something was afoot. Yeah. And it was like that. It was like God was like, right, better give him a fucking heads up, right? Yeah. That things are going to go a bit fucking spooky over the next few months, right? Let, let's give him a sign. What was, I don't know. What was that thing get called? Get Roy Hodgson to, to get Harry Kane to start taking the corners. Sab, what was that <laughs> thing called you used to look through and you'd put the disc in it and press the button? <laughs> oh, yeah, they're great. It wasn't a kaleidoscope, was it? It was something like that. No. But I think, they were great. You always got them at Christmas and that. God must have left a haunted one of them down on, on Earth for... Yeah. Who was it? Moses? Noah? For Moses, yeah. Or Noah? Uh, no, no. I think he sent... I, I, to be honest, I think he sent... Um, I think he sent messages to all these people in, one way in or one another. Of those haunted, whatever they're called. <laughs> I wish I could remember what they were called. No doubt one of our no, no. listeners will be. How do we us find now. it out? I don't know what you describe it as. <laughs> to- right, yeah, exactly. Toy. Oh, was it not the viewfinder or something? The view, Viewmaster. Disc. Viewmaster, got it. It was, Viewmaster. It was the Viewmaster. God said, "Down." And what were the different themes of the things you put you in the circular slides? Disney. You could get animals, all sorts. Uh, yeah, Christmas. Ah, <laughs> I got you some. I got you a new fucking. What's it called? Viewmaster. Viewmaster. Great. It's a great way for you to look at pictures of stuff. Because it was ah. like it used to be all a Disney film. What as did well. you get me? It was it, on this it, disc. There are twenty pictures of animals. It was the closest thing you could get to like VHS. It would have like yeah. twenty pictures from Mary Poppins in it. Can like, you imagine now if I showed this to my kids? They've got the fucking internet, right? They've got Google Image. They can look at an image of literally fucking anything, like endless images of fucking anything. Endless video of anything that's ever happened anywhere, like the maddest stuff. Live streaming. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Live streaming of fucking polar bears going about their business live right now, yeah. right? In their natural habitat. And Shagging then just what feel what feels to me like just yesterday to you mm. and I, mm. right? There's me and you, the young Andy and the young Sam. Stuck with a fucking, looking for a fucking tiny hole, <laughs> clicking a plastic button to look at an old picture of a fucking tiger. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your present. <laughs> Go sit in the fucking corner. Fucking pictures. Yeah, fucking pictures. Yeah. <laughs> sit there, shut up, and look into this plastic <laughs> box. That'll keep you fucking there's busy tiger, and quiet. There's a polar bear. There's an ant's <laughs> nest. <laughs> fucking enjoy it. 
But I do think that Harry Kane thing with him taking the corners, I don't know. I just thought that is that was fucking mad. Yeah. That was madder than anything, wasn't yeah. it? You've pinpointed that. A lot of people said... And then, and then we got knocked out by Iceland. But I mean, it's the behaviour of a man who's had a nervous breakdown. You know, like in um, Reginald Perrin, mm. the rise and fall of Reggie Perrin, like one of the signs that he's about to just, that he's having a breakdown... Yeah is he, he, t- he instead of going to the usual pub with his colleagues for lunch mm. one day, he goes, do you know what, fuck it. Why do I always have to stick to this same fucking boring routine and habit? Yeah. So he takes himself on his own to the local Italian trattoria, yeah. which in 70s Britain was quite a fucking outlandish thing to do. wasn't it? And he sat on his own and he eats a bowl of ravioli, mm. right? And they come back and they said, would you like anything else, sir? And he goes... Yeah, that was really nice. I'll have another one of those. And they're like, what? And he goes, bring me another one. So they do. And he eats it. And then they, then he has a third one. And that's like, what's his name? He wrote it, David Nobbs. That was his sort of sign. was like, yeah. something's not right here. Something's not right. I've been the bloke's a, gone fucking mad. I've been having a really Leonard Rossiter-themed Christmas, if such a thing as possible. I noticed that, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been watching, um, obviously, the Rise and Damp film was on. Over Christmas on ITV3. I think it's on the ITV Hub now, which is a oh, great film. I'd forgotten how good yeah. it was. But also, you know Forces TV that was showing Shelley a while ago? Yeah. Forces TV have started showing, I don't know if you remember this, this is from the mid-80s, just before he died, actually, uh, a, tri- a Tripper's Day, a sitcom where Leonard Ross had played a supermarket manager. Ah, I do remember yeah. it. And do you know why I remember it? The, the the thing I remember most about it was when he died. Mm. Do you remember who they replaced Fucking him with? Fucking Bruce Forsyth. What it? Fucking Bruce yeah. Forsyth in one of his only, as far as I know, acting roles yeah. in later life. Well, forces have been showing that it was called Slinger's Day when Bruce Forsyth took over. So 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 he wasn't supposed to be the same bloke. No, different character. Um, yeah. And so Forces TV have been showing both of them, Trippers Day and Slingers Day. And I think they're on like a daily repeat. So I've got a lot of them Brucey's, to watch. Well, so you've seen Brucey in this role. Yeah. What, what do you, how do you rate his acting performance? It's kind of Brucey playing Brucey, really. But it's good, right. though. It's good because there's some really subtle stuff in it where he's actually yeah. doing proper sitcom acting, which he's, like you see, not done before, which you wouldn't no. be sure whether he could do or not. Although, having said that, yeah. he did star in loads of sketches on the Generation game and things like that, didn't he? True, he yeah. Would, and he, I've, got, you know, I've got a feeling that he pops up in old... Doesn't he pop up in, when he's really young in like Ealing comedies yeah, or fucking yeah. early carry-ons or something had, like he that? Had, he had all the skills to do everything. He could sing, he could dance, he, he could act. He could do the fucking um, lot. Since he died, you know, whispers have increasingly come through that he was a bit of a cunt. Um, Is that right? Yeah, yeah, I've heard things. Apparently his autobiography is really bitter and sour. It oh, might be one for us to take a look I. at, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to read Bruce's fucking autobiography. That sounds that. great. Yeah. Even just a mini dive. But yeah, so I've had a Leonard Ross at the Christmas. I've got um, a few episodes of Trippers Day backed up to sit and have a marathon of at some point. This is the Time The future is now. Joe, I've, I've, um, the thing I series linked the other day was SAS Are You Tough Enough? Right. Which I'd never seen. Yeah. But and it's not the sort of thing I can convince anyone in my family to watch. Yeah. So I see it. So when when they're out of the room, I caught five minutes of it. Right. 
and uh, I knew the moment my wife came back it would be like there's no way we're watching this this is stupid so I fucking quickly I saw five minutes and that was enough to convince me that it was one of the funniest shows of all time (laughs) so I series linked it in order to watch it secretly at home on my own in the daytime (laughs) when they're out Sam's guilty pleasure fucking hell they're absolutely fucking mad they go like they said right all of you we want you to fucking fall backwards, head first, but backwards, off of this 20-foot drop into a roaring ocean on the coast of Scott of the Scottish right. Highlands. Yeah. And you think, right, I'm, in my head, I'm used to the tropes of reality TV. Mm. And I'm thinking, okay, okay, they've been set a challenge, fine, we're going to get lots of emotion, they're going to go on a journey... Um, the mentors are going to help them through that journey. No, these fucking SAS trainer guys, they just go, right, jump off that. And then they walk right up to this woman who's shitting herself, and he goes, do not fuck it up. That's all he says. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't good at it. And then one of them, one of them does fuck it up, but not that badly. Like, she falls backwards. I mean, it looks fucking scary. You can't believe they're doing it. She falls backwards, and, and when she's midair, she sort of bottles it. So rather than fall backwards head first mm. in a sort of reverse dive, she sort of allows her feet to go first right. in midair. He just shouts at her. He looks over the edge into his seat. They've jumped into, like, not like a pool, but the sea. There's, like, <laughs> massive waves crashing against the rock. <laughs> and he's just looking over the edge, this cunt going, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? Fucking hell. And then she comes up soaking wet, obviously traumatised. He goes, right, in a real combat situation, you and all of your squadron are now dead. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. I thought, fuck me, I'm fucking serious linking this. I'll have that. (laughs) Oh, man, I can't stand all that shit. What a lot of fucking fucking hilarious. But, um... Just before, I had another thing to mention about Leonard Ross, and I found a thing on YouTube as well, which was an interview with him from 1980, yeah. and it was just some fella who'd gone along to Leonard Ross at his house with a, a, a big cine camera or whatever, you know, a handheld yeah. home camera. And he must have just got in touch with Leonard Ross and said, can I come round your house and interview you? He's not like a, a, a journalist. It's not. Wow. A, a professional TV thing. It's a home video interview. And Leonard Ross had wow. sat there in his house and he's wearing like a nylon shirt or whatever and you can see these massive sweat patches underneath his, his armpits <laughs> he doesn't care and this fella's just asking him stuff uh, for about 20 minutes and Rossiter's just going along with it like it's the most normal thing but this fella has done loads and loads of other celebrities as well at the time like late 70s early 80s um, as if That's he had amazing, his own TV channel and the, or chat show or whatever and he's just gone around these celebrities houses and interviewed them it's mad that's brilliant. I'll find, that brilliant. I'll, I'll find I, the clip and well, dig it out on YouTube and send, send, yeah. tweet the link. I'll stick it in the newsletter. I haven't done the newsletter in a while. Yeah. I'll do one this week, and that will take pride of place. So, yeah. Um, I, di- I did write an article once about um, the making of uh, The Rise and Fall of Reggie Perrin. Oh, um, so But good. obviously, he, he was dead by then. Right. But I did interview David Nobbs, who wrote Ooh. it originally as a novel. Yeah. And some of the other actors in it, including his very attractive wife. Pauline, Pauline the, Murray, was that? No, not Pauline yeah, Murray. Yeah, and the woman, uh, and Miss Popoff, I think, Nichols. who played his secretary. Yeah. 
Yeah, one of so the, be- one of the best half hours of telly last year might be on ITV Hub. Don't know. One of the best half hours of telly last year was um, Happy Fortieth Audrey, which is a celebration of Audrey Roberts' forty years in Coronation Street, with interviews <laughs> with Sue Nichols in it. And Sue Nichols is fucking batshit. It was uh, fucking great. Fucking hell, she's still going yeah. after all this time. Is she still in it now? Yeah. So that Amazing. was good. Um, but the, the the novels, the Reggie Perrin novels, are really dark, though, aren't they? Do you remember? Yeah. There's like, fucking, well, I, there's like incest and stuff in them. Is there? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Really weird. Yeah, he's of an interesting time. bloke. I think he might be dead now, but Nobs, he was yeah, very Nobs, interesting. Nobs, yeah. Nobs is dead, yeah. Well dead. <laughs> well dead, mate. Brown bread. Brown bread, isn't he? Jalapeño. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jalapeño. Talking of people being dead, mm. there has been a murder in my local area. Oh! Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Still the old in. bill locally. I thought, what's all this? Yeah. No one's notified me. Britain's top journalist. Right? So he just started nosing around. Yeah. Plus, I like to think of myself as the sort of the black hand figure of this area. Mm. So if any crimes are being planned, I like people to come and notify me. And yeah. possibly, I like to wet my beak. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's a, it's a respect thing, Andy. Yeah. It's a respect thing, right? It's like, if there's been... And, I, and the old Bill, I go out, I go, yeah, it's me, yeah. the black hand. Um, has there been a crime? Because I didn't know anything about it. So to be honest, I'm a bit fucked off. Yeah. Is it something but, you do with Christmas break? Is that why I haven't been told? Yeah, exactly. So usual rules apply, cunts. <laughs> no, it's really bad. Someone, there has been a murder. Right. Has been an actual murder in my local area. Do we know anything about it? And it's quite gruesome. Really? Yes. A 17-year-old... Basically, someone had been missing since the beginning of December. Mm. And then about the beginning of Jan, like about the 2nd, mm-hmm. um, I'm talking now as if I'm doing a police report. I'm saying, yeah, Jan. Uh, a suspect was located <laughs> in the local area. All right. <laughs> Basically, the police turned up at some house not far away yeah. from mine. They fucking was it following a tip uh, off? They they found a body, yeah, right, chopped up. Oh, fucking hell! And now a seventeen-year-old youth from Earl's Court mm. has been arrested Jesus. and appeared in Wimbledon Magistrates Court yesterday. And that's all around your area, is it? 
it's fucking spitting distance are you from worried? where I live. Are you staying in, shutting the doors earlier, <laughs> locking, locking up, and my more my vigilant? mate, right? I haven't told. I can't wait, and I will report back. But but my best mate is is like he reminds me. His personality is similar to that of Piglet out of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> you know, Piglet out of Winnie the Pooh is always shitting himself about everything, <laughs> wasn't he? Yeah. He's always shitting himself about fucking. He's always shitting himself about heffalumps and that. Off of Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh fucking hell! Or like, like, what's it called? Chicken Little. Oh, the sky's falling in. Oh Oh, fucking hell! Oh, there's been a murder round the way. (laughs) Right. Okay, but he doesn't live in the same area as me anymore. But he lives like one postcode away near. Right. And. Like the the main updates I've been getting about this murder is from my mum, who doesn't live in my area either, mm. but she fucking loves shit like this. Yeah. She, she's one of those fucking ghouls who's fascinated by murder, <laughs> it true wasn't crime, it and wasn't. all of that. No, I don't like true crime, but anyway, she's always like, she always, she, you know, she thinks that there's more crime going on than there actually is. Can I just stop she's the one briefly who, there for a second and just say before mm. I forget, BBC Four tonight. It's the beginning of the new series about the Jonestown Massacre. Oh, yeah. So if you're into murder and you're into... I hate murder. It'll be uh, compelling, yet incredibly Mm. grim and unmissable. So Jonestown. Carry on. Anyway, maybe one day there'll be a BBC4 about this. Hey, maybe I should fucking get involved and make a true crime podcast. Yeah, they're all the There's fucking loads of money in that. Of course there is. I'll start fucking creeping about with my with my recorder, doing yeah, do it in real time. Mm. Anyway, look, this is what's happened. Some my my wife my my mum kept texting me. She read about it on the news. I'd see, I said, oh yeah, I'd seen some old bill around, and um, and now my wife said, have you told uh, Ollie, my mate? Mm. And I said, yeah, no, I'm not going to tell him because he will literally be like, fuck. <laughs> Fucking hell! What are you gonna do? Exactly what you said. It'll, what are you it will do? be like that. It'll be like, what are you gonna do? I go. What do you mean? Well, like, are you gonna like up security? Are you gonna get a dog? <laughs> <laughs> well, they've arrested this murderer. I don't think there's been an outbreak of murders. Well, you know, you can't be too careful. Copy cut. What are you gonna attacks. do? Are you gonna move? Are you gonna move? <laughs> no, it's been a murder. I can't tell him because he'll shit himself too badly. Mm. He'll think that there's murders going on all over the place. And he lives in London, but, yeah? Huh? He lives in London. He lives in London. I, I could be wrong, but I think there's quite a few murders in London. There is, yeah. But he lives in a in a leafy a leafy <laughs> suburb say, where yeah. he thinks he's where he thinks he's yeah. um, protected from murderers. He li- does he live where Reggie Perrin used to live? Sort of that is it vibe, suburban? yeah. Yeah, well, not quite Surbiton, but yeah, almost there. And he thinks that he's protected from murderers. But sometimes this is where the worst sorts of murderers are. Well, I mean, if you go to the rougher areas, you know, it's just sort of street murder, yeah. gang war, etc. Yeah, casual murder. But th- yeah. This, this casual murder. And I'm not saying casual murder's better, but what I'm saying is shit happens, man. Yeah, well, most murder victims are known to their killer yeah. and vice versa. And so, I don't know what's going on with this guy, guy round my... Well, he was from Al's Court, hmm. and he's come over here, right? And this must be why I wasn't notified, because he might not have known what the rules were right, yeah. in Barnes. Yeah, right? yeah. But, leafy Barnes. 
Yeah. But he's come over to fucking... He's either come over to Barnes and done a murder and chopped the the geezer up, or he's murdered him elsewhere, then brought him here and stashed him in a house here. Obviously he thought that Barnes is going to be undetectable because it's it's not where murders generally happen. So he thought... Yeah, there's no murder cops sniffing about this area. I thought he'd be in the clear. Because they focus their energies elsewhere. He's been clever, but not clever enough. Yeah, but again... Innocent till proven guilty, yeah, so let's it, not... Luckily, he hasn't been named yet for legal reasons. It might be because he's 17. Yeah, that's probably all yeah. subdued to him. We're probably not allowed to talk about it anyway for legal reasons, but, you know... We'll probably redact this yeah. afterwards. No, I'm only reporting what's been reported in the news. Right, OK. Yeah. Um, did you watch any football over Christmas? Um, did I watch any football? I can't remember any football that I watched. I'm just, I've just. i said this before. I'm increasingly fucking disinterested in the Premier League. Because of, you know, we know why. Because of fucking VAR and everything, it's just ridiculous. Ooh, I can't be asked anymore. Um Sunderland have started to turn the corner a little bit. We've won two and oh, yeah. drawn two over the uh, over the festive period. So that was good. I went down to Doncaster to watch us play Doncaster. Me and my boy had a day out, so that was good. We won that one two one. Um You love Doncaster as well. I've, I'm I'm drawn to Doncaster time and time again. As you know it is where I had my stag mm. weekend at Doncaster yeah. races. So yeah, it's kind of a spiritual home. There's there's Sunderland, then there's Thirsk, and then there's Doncaster. I think with me, that's the Holy Trinity. Yeah, but you like Scotland even more, don't you? Yeah, I like Scotland as well. Yeah, that's true. I'll have to do a list. But um, anywhere what, but what, London. What, what, that's your fuck. I mean, that's the name of your next book. We can, we, we can talk about the football and look back at the predictions that we did for New Year's Day. That would be a yes, good time to do that because that was the last predicting that we did. Um, yeah. I'm just going to come straight out with it, Sam. I've got 15 fucking points on New Year's fucking Day. Fucking hell, out of how many fixtures? Uh, six. That's it. That must be a record score. I think it might be. I got Liverpool 2, Sheffield United 0. I got Millwall 3, yep. Luton 1. And I got double fucking points hell. for Fleetwood 1, Sunderland 1. So you can't. Wow. You just can't beat that, can you? That's incredible, you got, mate. You got, I doffed my hat to thank you. Thank you. You got three. And results both got four. So fucking hell! It's now. Well, I'll, I'll tell you how. I did predict West Ham. I predicted um, West Ham three Bournemouth nil, but it ended up four <laughs> it nil. It went so. one further. Fucking hell! Yeah. Who could have seen that coming? Because I thought your three nil was quite out, outlandish. I went for a two yeah. nil. Yeah, a few people scoffed at that prediction because mm. I was making it around in. I was swaggering about making it in real life as well. Yeah, <laughs> on the WhatsApp group and all that. In Suffolk, I was in the Suffolk countryside with my with my um, family and my brother, who's a Spurs fan. And I said to him, "It's going to be three 0 And he was scoffing at you me. You were just doing some just some uh, wild predicting in the Suffolk area, were you? To anyone street predicting anyone who'd listen. I did street predicting. Yeah. When I was in Suffolk, I was in a cafe having breakfast, and guess who was on the fucking next table? Gary, no lie, Gary Lineker. No. <laughs> Bigger. What? If you can imagine. Uh, Fucking hell, I've forgotten her bloody name now. A woman? Yeah. Samantha Fox. She's one of the most famous English actresses of... uh, You know, you're not supposed to call them actresses. Um, She actors of her generation. It's okay to call them actresses, right? I'll tell you why. Because Mm. my daughter, who I thought wanted to be a lawyer when she grows up, she said the other day, I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. Stop telling people I want to be a lawyer. I want to be an actress. Because she's been well, doing. That's because you've been sending her to those Saturday drama classes. Saturday drama for like twelve years. And I says, "All oh, right, okay." Yeah. I says, "Is it not? 
are you not supposed to call them actors now? Is it is actress not the wrong word? <clears throat> and she says, um, uh, we're not bothered about that, you see, because that's not the priority for feminism. You see, she says, once oh. women stop getting their faces slashed, then we'll start turning our attentions towards actress Fucking and hell. So that was just whew, fine. Fair enough. Thanks for the update, Fuck. love. Yeah, that was that's chilling. I'd have, yeah, I'd have walked backwards out of the room like Homer when he walks into when he reverses into that bush. Yeah, would have been one of those. Yeah. I'd be okay there. Conversation over. <laughs> I think I got a little thing to do outside. I'll see you, you in. Um, no, I think you can call them she actors yeah. or shactors. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, she was. Do you want to guess? Was it Judy Dench? Because I forgot. No, younger. Um. Oh, the Irish one that used to be in the thing with the priest, Derv McIrwan. More, think more famous than either of those people. Fuck. And this is in a cafe in the middle of the fucking countryside. Although there are very posh bits around Suffolk, so she's probably on holiday. Angelica Houston. Angelica Houston. It was amazing. She was with her husband. And her kids, and one of the kids was a baby. And I walked in, I went, fucking hell, look at that baby. Isn't it cute? And we were all looking, and the dad was walking it around, and then I saw the mum out of the corner of my eye holding a slightly older kid. And it was only as they were leaving, um, one of the people I was with, my sister-in-law's giving it, look who it is. She'd been sat next to us the whole time, listening to my, I mean, you can imagine, incessant bullshit. (laughs) Cockney bullshit. <laughs> like, just sat loudly espousing the sort of incessant fucking caffeine fueled bullshit yeah. that you and listeners to this show are yeah. all too familiar yeah. with. And, and she thought she'd and, got the uh, Suffolk countryside for a bit of a break from all yeah. of that she media thought, chatter. Fuck. It wasn't, well, hang on. I wasn't sitting there talking about me. Yeah, the thing about podcasters <laughs> in uh, 2020, the way I see the landscape evolving yeah. is as follows. <laughs> year on year growth. Yeah. So it, wasn't, it wasn't that. It, it, was, uh, it was more like street predicting and nonsense. It was Kira fucking oh, Knightley. Oh, I was going to say that next. That's amazing, well, isn't it? Name. Fucking I forgot her name as well. I just had to Google it. <laughs> but that's amazing, isn't it? That is. Kira Knightley in a fucking cafe in the countryside with her kids. The main thing I thought was because one time I saw Anne Hathaway mm. in a co- you know there's a chain of um like restaurants called Coat C O T E nah, with a little trail. Uh, you don't have it's them in London. I know. Yeah. I checked when I was up there, but um, <laughs> but I was in one of those in Barnes mm. and on the next table was Anne Hathaway the beautiful American actress mm. from The Devil Wears Prada and other films and it was her and her husband and they had this young baby and it was more, sort of mid-morning so they're having like you know b- brunch mm-hmm. and uh, you doing I thought and I thought fucking hell I was with Len and I looked and I thought even when you're a Hollywood A-list star when you've got a kid, you know, you remember when like your kids are like between the age of newborn and two, mm. where it's basically like you are dying yeah. at all times. Yeah. Right. It's, damage, it's just damage limitation, isn't it? 
Let, let's be honest now, right? We can be honest now because we're older and wiser and been for it, but it's a living it's hell. It's a living hell it is, yeah. yeah. It's a living hell. And if there's any younger listeners who are about to be dads for the first time, good luck. It's all worth it. In the bigger picture, it's worth mm, it. I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm you are going, it. imagine yourself landing on the Normandy beaches, I, right? That's what it's like. I'm going to say it, it isn't worth it anymore because I, if you're doing <laughs> it now, don't do it because yeah. you're bringing children into a world which is basically burning. The world oh. is on fire. Uh, yeah. Armageddon is inevitable. And don't bring any children into that. Don't have children. That's what I'd say now. I Too reckon us, who was but, who was that man who 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 neutered you, Doctor Cock or something? Doctor Cock, the man who cut who tied your pipes up so oh, you muted, could no longer muted. I think he said muted as in Twitter. No, uh, Doctor no. Contractor, yeah. Doctor Contractor, I reckon you're on commission with him. You're going around telling everyone, "Hey, don't worry, produce no. no point." In fact, be on the safe side. Get the pipe sorted. I tell you what. He should be on the fucking New Year's Honours list, Dr. Contractor. He should be Sir Dr. Contractor for all the fine work he's done. But, uh, no. Where were we? Well, anyway, yeah. I, lo- I looked at Anne Hathaway then, and I looked at Kira Knightley at Christmas, and I thought, this nightmare, they look like they're still in, they're sort of dressed kind of still in your pyjamas because yeah. you, you stop bothering to really get dressed properly. Yeah. Uh, they're all tied out and everything. And I wasn't judging at all. I was just remembering fucking hell. It isn't mental, and you sort of think, you think, in your mind, you think Hollywood A-list stars don't have to deal with that. Mm. But I remember very vividly the deadness in Anne Hathaway's <laughs> eyes, right? They've done that thing, thinking maybe if we go out, get out of the house and go out for a bit of breakfast, that might, make us, yeah. that might make us feel better, <laughs> yeah. and it might distract the child a bit. And, that. and they've got there, and, it, and they've spent whatever, and it's worse. 20 quid... On some cappuccinos and a couple of croissants. Yeah. And if anything, the whole situation's it's, it's worse. It's worse because it's the same shit, but in an unfamiliar location. And it's in public yeah. and the kid's got snot running down its nose <laughs> and he's causing a fucking scene. <laughs> and you're really pissed off with each other. Do yeah. you know what I mean? You're yeah. pissed off your other half because you're just so tired. You've grown to hate each other. And everything's a nightmare. And you're 20 quid out of pocket now. And you're thinking, mm. I could have stayed at home and made a fucking coffee for nothing. Mm. Right? And... Uh, and that was what she was going through, and it wasn't dissimilar to what Kira Knightley was going through too. So I suppose it was sobering. You see these glamorous A-list Hollywood stars, and it's like they've all got to go through the same shit. Yeah, as as normals like us, we all have to wipe our asses the same. Um, perhaps you could do a series of podcasts of, of celebrity encounters you've had with with new mums from the showbiz <laughs> world. Celebrity new mum. <laughs> That's a brilliant idea. We've got two, haven't you? You've got two to start off with, so it's something. Celebrity new mums with me, Sam Delaney. Or interviewing other people who've seen celebrity new mums and talking about it. Well, topflighttimemachine at gmail.com. Have you seen a celebrity new mum? We're nothing if not a broad church. Um, Yeah. Let's wrap this one up, Sam. We'll do another episode to go tomorrow, I think, because we've still got lots to talk about from the, the Christmas break, I reckon. And the Christmas football. Yeah, so uh, that's it. Oh, we've got some predictions as well coming up from tomorrow from that Egyptian cunt that got everything wrong last year. I've got his, oh, I've got his 2020 20 predictions. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear those. All right. So that's coming up later. Excellent. So thanks for listening. TTFN, dickheads. Keep it canty. Keep it canty.